Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Angela Gentile from Sweat Remix out of Boston, Massachusetts. What's going on, Angela? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk a little business. Of course, of course. I love your energy. This is a <laughs> perfect way to start my morning right here. But, you know, I appreciate you taking time out of that busy gym owner life to be here with us. Um, but before we dive, you know, more into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with your facility, um, can you first tell us a little bit about what made you get into the gym industry in the first place? Oh, okay. It's kind of a, I'll try to break this down a little bit because it, I think as with everybody, right, it's not like a really linear situation that leads them to their business ownership in the fitness industry. Um, always an athlete, right? I think most of us always start there. I, I've been moving and jumping and throwing things since I was a little kid. So fitness was just such an integrated part of my life. And when I was in grad school, so I used to be a me back up. I used to be a high school English teacher in Boston. Okay. I taught for like 11 years and I was just, I was so burnt out, like so burnt out. And then that, like in my head, I was like, what do I do to get out of this? Like <laughs> I need help. And I was like, I'll go to grad school. Looking back, that probably wasn't the best. I don't know. But I was in grad school. Um, and for my thesis, I was like, oh my God, if I take on any more grading, and like looking at student learning, like I'm going to like explode, I can't. So I was like, what do I, I was like, I'm gonna start a wellness program at my school. Like that's what I'm gonna write my thesis in, the impact of wellness on like student learning and climate and culture. Yeah, it was brilliant. So I solicited a bunch of teachers um, and we had like an illegal underground fitness operation like in my classroom after school. Uh, so I could gather my research for my, my thesis. And when we were done, I was like, all right, guys, thanks. Appreciate it. Take care. And then everyone was like, wait a second. We love this. We need this. Can we, can we keep going? And I was like, well, hold up. You, you guys want to pay me? And they said, yeah. And I was like, no shit. I got a little, I got a little underground hustle, which is totally illegal. And anybody in the Boston school system listening to this, please don't tell on me because I, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do that. So it kind of just had like this natural progression of like, I didn't, I knew that where I was, wasn't it. And I've always had this like movement fitness background. So that's how it, it sort of started. And then I had a very traumatic incident when my father passed away suddenly, which was the, the catalyst of my life to be like, nope, no more. I am no longer doing things that don't serve me, that don't make me happy. Like if life can be changed in an instant and end, I'm gonna go live the hell out of mine. So yeah. I quit. I quit. And I was like, I'm gonna do this fitness thing that I've been doing illegally in my classroom. And how do I do it for real for real? So I started working with just teachers. I was like super niched in that in that um, industry, like bringing my fitness program to schools. And then it, it was very pigeonholed. I wasn't growing and I mm -hmm. definitely wasn't making more money. That's for sure. Cause you know, schools are, schools yeah. so <laughs> so I kind of pulled back and I was like all right this thing that I do can be branded 
it can be branded mm-hmm. and let's run with that. So that's kind of the long, the short version of how I got into the fitness industry and how I've opened and started Sweat Remix. Cool. What, what sport did you play? Just curious. Uh, soccer, track, uh, basketball for a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, same. I, I touched a lot of sports, played a lot of sports growing up. So that's pretty cool. You started your fitness journey pretty much as an athlete, always had mm-hmm. a passion for, you know, moving, getting stuff done. And life kind of took you to this point to where, um, you know, you realize that, that you should be doing what you love and, and finally yeah. started, decided to take the leap and, and start, you know, your fitness journey as a trainer. Um, I know yeah. we spoke a little bit off air just about what you have going on. And it's pretty cool. So you're doing mostly like a virtual training and um, some in-person model, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like 90% virtual because yeah. I'm in Boston and it's been cold and really locked down. So doing right. things in person is, has been difficult. So yeah, with that pandemic, I, within a weekend, I was like, what? <laughs> what do I do? It's Friday the 13th. Of course yeah. it was. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like an encoder zoom i'd never use zoom in my life <laughs> and I, w- I was like on demand like i don't what so that whole weekend i like didn't sleep making content putting it all together and like by monday i launched like an entire like on demand platform online like from the skin of my teeth i had no idea what i was doing and i thought it was just going to be what two weeks flatten the curve a month and it here we are this far so. <laughs> two years later yeah so um I've kind of stuck with that just out of the restrictions and limitations of where I am and you know it it was also a lot of financial stress to be living in one of the most expensive cities not working mm-hmm. um so it definitely took a toll so I just had to be smart about where I was spending my money and what my output was for that so yeah mostly virtual and then maybe like once a month I'll do like a pop-up event somewhere but I don't I don't have a brick and mortar space okay okay yeah that's really cool I mean you never know um you know what you could do when you when your back's against the wall right that's like what what, what <laughs> yeah. separates you know those who are gonna win and, and those who are gonna you know become yeah, for sure could become a victim to everything that's happening around them and that's like one of the things that I drill in my own head is to never be a victim right like no shit happens Always. to everybody you know so it's like what what, yeah. what are you going to do complain or complain about the situation you're in there's people who are in worse situations that you are so you always have to figure it out so that's yep. really smart that you know you were able to figure out and, and kind of pivot into a more yeah. you know uh modern direction with fitness um For so sure. that's really cool to hear so that leads me perfect to talk about sweat remix yeah. uh what type of services are you offering your members so let me just tell you like sweat remix in it of itself is a very specific type of of workout it's a process so each one of my workouts so whether it's like hit or tabata or yoga or cycling or boxing or whatever else each class always follows like this format of zen rage heal so sweat remix is about moving with intention moving your body to release energy stagnation rage, any kind of emotion. It's about moving your energy out and moving through it and being able to calm yourself, your body and reflect 
at the end of your workout. So the Zen Rachel process starts with setting an intention and breathing. So all of our classes start with an intention setting. And this kind of comes from, as an athlete, you'll know, Phil Jackson, yeah, um, the NBA coach. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of like sitting in the locker room and anyone who's an athlete has done this. Like you're sitting on the bus, got your headphones on and your discman back in the day and you're like visualizing what you need to go and do on the field or on the court and you're like all right we got to win this I'm gonna take that pass I'm gonna do and you're like really allowing yourself to be present and connected to what you want this activity or this game or this practice to be like so the same the same thing applies to your workout like what do I need this to be Am I angry today? Am I frustrated? Am I feeling not confident? Do I need this to be something that is just, I'm going to do the best I can, you know? And I think to honor that is really important. Um, And then activating that intention. If you're saying, I want this workout to be fucking magical. What are you doing in that workout that is in direct alignment with that intention? Because if you're like, I want to really get in a good workout and you're half-assing it, well, baby, you're out of alignment. Like we got to, we got to figure out what that's about. You know, because you get more out of what you're putting into when you're intentional behind it. Right. Um, you know, so that's that rage. That's it, like, all right, what am I doing to honor my intention? How am I moving in a way that's connected to my intention? And then heal is about grounding at the end of your workout. So you're not, we always, I just think by the, by the way we live our lives, we are very much in our like sympathetic fight or flight state 99% of the time. Like everybody's like on edge anxious, worried, like in the future, constantly thinking about what's happening next, preparing for the worst. And we're never really like calm and present and approaching situations from like a respectful place. We're like, nah, dude, I got this. I'm good. There's no, nothing to be worried about. I'll figure it out. I got it. So to be able to ground yourself at the end of a workout, to be focused, to take on your life is important to me. So there's a healing guided meditation that happens at the end of every workout. That's so- really cool. Yeah. So that's, so that's kind of though that process is part of all of my offerings. Um, and my offerings are on-demand workouts. Um, I have an entire on-demand portal of a different variety of options from like 30 minute workouts to a build your own workout from five to 60 minutes. And then just a pay as you, as pay to play, pay as you go rent, um, full classes. And then I also have a, a live class schedule so anywhere between five to ten classes a week that you can come and party with us and then i also have some courses around like nutrition um a 21 day guided meditation course and and also like a quick little intention setting like how do i set my intentions what the hell does that even mean so i have a little course on what that means to get some clarity super cool so you're game really like doing doing it baby virtual thing i i like it no i like it and um Let's see. So, so yeah, it sounds like you're focused more on like overall wellness of your clients, right? Like you're not there like, Hey, lose 30 pounds in two weeks. It's like, no fitness is a lifestyle and you need to, you know, focus on your entire well being. Um, I like that you do a guided meditation at the end. That's really smart. Um, so, so what do your members kind of, kind of pay to, to work with you? Are they paying, is there multiple layers of, of service that they could pay for? Is it more just all inclusive? Like, Hey, pay 50 a month and, and you get all of this right here? Um, a little bit of both. Um, like I said, when I started this, I had no idea that it would turn into a full virtual business. Like I didn't even think that that's what I wanted. I just did it out of like pure 
fear, panic, and necessity, yeah. uh, you know, in March of 2020. Um, so I have like an entire range of options. So when I started this, I was like, I don't know, $10. Like that was, I was like, I don't know. I didn't, I had no clue what the hell to charge, what the going rate was. I didn't even research it. I was like, that, that sounds right. And just put it out there. Um, so I have that and it, and it stayed and I have like people still subscribing. I have new subscribers to my like $10 build your own workout on demand platform. And then as I evolved into this and I was like doing Instagram lives and then taking Venmo like low key under the table so I could connect my unemployment, which by the way, again, if you want to talk to the IRS, I'm going to need you to calm down on that. So I was like, okay, I can pull these people from Instagram and create like memberships right? so that it's, it's more consistent. Cause sometimes I was getting like $150 a class and sometimes I was getting six. So I was like, yeah. this isn't it, yeah. you know? So then I, I created like a tiered membership system. So you can do just on demand and okay. one class. Do you want me to go through like the whole thing? Exactly. Or I was looking at your website actually. So, so you have four, four tiers, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, so you could give a, just a quick rundown you yeah. know, of, of what they are. Yep. So ranging from like 30 bucks, you know, you can get your on-demand workouts, 30 minute classes, and then you get okay. one class a month. Um, and then tiering all the way up to, you know, a limited amount of classes and then un unlimited classes. And then like for a hundred bucks a month, you get the full Monty, the full shebang. Mm -hmm. on demand, you get the meditation course, you get a nutrition course, you get the intention setting course and you get like, like discounts and it's kind of just, and then you get like an entire 30 day planner, um, that's reusable. So it's aligning your intentions, your meditations and your workouts. So okay. it's like a 30 day plan when you sign up for that, like big dog every month. Okay. And then you can reuse that as needed every month so awesome, that you awesome. keep elevating with your workout. Yeah. So, so that's really smart. I mean, just to have, you know, a plan in place to, to get some monthly reoccurring revenue. in. that's, that's really important, you know, as, yeah. a, as any type of fitness worker. Um, I talked to some gym owners where they don't rely on monthly memberships at all. And they're always telling me how, you know, month to month they're, they're worried about whether they could pay their bills, whether they could pay yeah. their employees. And it's like, you know, if you offer value, like how you are, like how you have those tiers of service, offer different value, um, you know, it really gives you that position to yep. keep members from month to month, keep them for a long time, and then also add different layers of service that you can send these people to, right? I mean, yeah. I'm sure most people are going to start at the base membership, but if you really do offer value, they see that your workouts work, that, you know, it's a good community. Um they're most likely to, to pay more to get more from you, right? Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you can even just drop in on a live class for $13. Great. Yeah. However, people are like, well, wait a second. That's a waste of money if I'm paying $13. So then like that offer is really what's attractive. And right. I try to create, listen, anyone who's listening to this is going to most likely be in some sort of lifeboat that we're all in in entrepreneurship is this shit is hard. Yeah. And it's madness and it's schizophrenic. And like one in one day, you're like killing it and then depressed and want to quit, like all within like a full 24 hour period. Yeah. So being, 
it's silly it's ridiculous yeah. so yeah. being able to con like find consistency within the inconsistencies like as much as you what can i can control mm -hmm. what can i control in my business in my life that allows me as much consistency and stability as possible right. so that i can continue to navigate this storm of entrepreneurship yeah. you know so i think that was my thinking of wait a second i can't keep living with this hundred dollars five dollars zero dollar interaction like that's not it for me so now what am i making every month where can i add things in what's not selling what's not working what can i add into this offer to make it more alluring you know so it gives you just a lot more i think to play with to grow with and to expand with and then to relaunch with yeah definitely and, and i I say the same, you know, I know, let's say you, you do have 100 members. Sure, you don't want to turn your members into some cash cow, but there's always at least 10 to 20% of your members that not only have the money to spend more, but are willing and want the better service. They want the nutrition and accountability. They want the personalized yep. workouts, um, you know, so, so you offering that gives you the position to make more money and gives them the position to, to get the service and the value that they want from you, right? Right. Yeah. And then I think you can even start adding things in. Like I don't do, I don't do personal training. I mean, I, I have, but it's not, I don't have the energy to do that right now and run mm -hmm. a business. So I'd love to be able to add that and it's on offering like hiring a trainer, personal trainer for, you know, when live you join. Training. Yeah. Like a, the personal tra live training on zoom. Like when you join with this membership, you also get like a personal training session or however many personal training sessions with this membership a month. Okay. You know, so I mean, that's something that I can grow with that too down the road. Um, but again, like I just, I'm always thinking about ways that I can create and generate consistency amongst mm -hmm. inconsistency. Right, right. And, and not only that, but learning to keep your clients for an extended period of time, right? That's like the biggest thing, in my opinion, is, is client mm -hmm. retention and being able to keep these people from month to month to month, uh, you know, and help them continue growing, continue to make progress. Um, but yeah. perfect. So you're offering, you know, quite a different, different layers of service. Uh, that kind of leads me to my next question about how many members are you currently serving right now? About 20. 20. Um, yeah. And I'm ready <laughs> to, to grow that. And I think, um, you know, kind of what we talked about offline too, prior to this was I, what I do is so different than like a fitness class so soliciting like people who are interested in losing weight and like what the the generalized mainstream vision of what fitness is is difficult because that's not my jam like I don't give a shit if you ever lose anything I want you to feel empowered I want you to feel unstuck I want you to be clear on what direction you're going I want you to have confidence and courage to do the thing that's hard to be brave in your own yeah. life you know, so mine is more about like movement as a way of like emotional healing, you know? Right, right. So it's hard to solicit like one-on-one -on -one memberships with that when, you know, you have such a specific population of, of who your ideal client is, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Have you ever thought of, you know, maybe opening it up to, to try and do some more of a weight loss component? I know that's really not your jam and something that you want to touch into, but just like looking off of like demographic and audience, if you're really yeah. going to grow your membership, that's where everyone's at really. I mean, it sucks to say, but, but a majority of the people that, that, that you could get to become your member are people that 
just want to lose weight, just want to get healthy. Um, have you ever thought of like, you know, maybe marketing towards that angle of, of helping people lose weight? Yeah. And I, again, like, I'm not one who's like gonna promote like an aesthetic or anything like that. I think what I've tossed around is like, what does weight loss mean? Is it emotional weight loss? Is it, you know, because when I think you shed some of the, the emotional shit that's blocking you and you become a little bit more aware of your own self and your own shit and the stuff that stops you from taking care of yourself, that's mm -hmm. like that, then losing weight is a byproduct of a healthy internal ecosystem. So I've thought of doing weight loss challenges around that. I'm just not sure what that would look like. Um, and that's not like, I have other things kind of in the pipeline right now that are taking away from my time. So yes, yeah. it's like right, it's like right in the forefront, but I'm like, I got to table that and put a little pin in it while I, while I work on other things. So yeah, yeah I mean, but I think, I think my weight loss would be more of like a therapeutic weight loss than also physical as well. Right. You know? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, so since you are, you know, wanting to see some new faces, uh, you know, in your virtual facility here, uh, what are you kind of doing right now to aid that growth process? Um, yeah. So I think when you continue to bat, like beat your head against the wall, um, trying to do the same thing, it's insanity, right? Doing the same mm -hmm. thing over and over and expecting a different result. I, that's your, your, the world kind of reminding you that you need to do something different to level up. Okay. So I made the investment in an SEO company and I hired a business coach. Okay. Okay. So, so you do, you kind of have a company that does paid marketing for you, correct? So SEO is in like Google ads. Because mm -hmm. okay. SEO is a game. That is a little malicious game that I generally understand but i'm going to be honest with you i'm not going to sit here and recode my entire website to make it like in the top two google searches like i'm just i'm yeah. just not yeah. so it's time that i hire somebody who can like talk about what your search is for what where your percentage of people are landing like <clears throat> what does that mean what are they clicking on how do we create more conversions here where are they not converting good uh, tell me what you find. Cause I'm not going to do that. So that's been, that's been really helpful. Just kind of taking out Google ads too, to start. Um, yeah. if I can offer a piece of advice, if you haven't done that as a business, take like 300 bucks and run a hundred dollars every month for three months, just to see, just to get a baseline of what people, how people find you because some of the things that people are searching where I come up, I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. That's <laughs> who, who is that? What is that? Why am I connected to this? You know? Yeah. So that's, that's something to have to change because that's not a relevant um, like search response. So how do you fix, how do you find the people who are actually searching for what you offer? So that was a really awesome investment just for me to see, Oh, okay. Like I realized people were finding, me when they were searching dance mm. i don't i do not do that <laughs> I don't do like that. that doesn't even have anything to do with me yeah so i was like okay we're gonna hire a zumba instructor there you go i'm gonna offer dance because if people are searching for that and they're finding me like let's see like how i can convert that by right. offering and hiring a dance instructor like twice a month okay super you cool yeah, that's a, that's something that we even talked about you know like sometimes 
you have to wear every hat as a business owner, but it's yeah. smart and it's to your benefit to be able to look at the things that someone else could be better at. And, you know, maybe even hiring people or connecting with someone uh, that could help you along the way with those things. Um, so yeah. that's really good to hear. Have you ever tried like any type of Facebook ads or Instagram ads as, as a way to get members? Um, yes and no. Again, uh, I've gone into the like Facebook meta suite. Business. business that, suite. Whoa, that I close it because I'm like overwhelmed and I just like X right. out of it because I'm like, I don't know what this is. So again, hiring a company that can like work with me on that because I just, I just don't understand. And I've, I've Googled so many things about running a business and I've learned yeah. so much about entrepreneurship from like reading books and going on YouTube and like going to networking events and going to talks. Like I, I am, listen, I got a little MBA that I made on my own, you know, I, YouTube I feel university. YouTube you, that's it. <laughs> so I feel pretty confident in what I know. And I also have to be realistic about like where I have to spend my time and energy. Definitely. And, Definitely. and I, and yes, I love the idea and the concept around Facebook and like ads. Yes. Let's do it. I do not know how to do that. Yeah. Hopefully. No, if, if you think Google ads are a game changer, Facebook ads, you know, are even, even more of a game changer in my opinion. And yes, it sure. is a learning curve for sure. Totally. <laughs> I started, I think I started marketing with digital marketing on Facebook and Instagram with, uh, you know, my first website back in 2016. And I think the first year and a half, I probably lost more money than I made just trying to teach saying. myself and learn. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but that's one of those things you have to teach yourself, you know, but, but Facebook is great and Instagram in particular, because once you find that marketing angle, yep. it's like turning on, you know, a faucet, like once you finally are able to unloosen that faucet, crack the, code. Porn, crack the code, you crack the yeah. code. It's really yeah. like ridiculous. It's like going viral, right? Like you could get a post, throw some money behind it on ads. If it goes a good post that, you know, has good engagement and goes somewhat viral, like that could really change your life, change, change the game overnight. So it's really For crazy sure. seeing people yeah. who their whole lives change from a couple ads overnight. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I'm thinking, but have you ever, or do you track, you know, your results uh, with the Google SEO company that you use? Um, we just started working together like okay. last, last month. So okay. last so what they do um, for anybody who's like, what's an SEO company? They, they're they like a backend marketing company that does all of these like analytics. And yeah. what they did last month was just compile data of who's doing what, how much, how often, how frequently, what searches. And it was just sort of a baseline of my performance of where I stand in searches. So we haven't even implemented, we're in the process of next month, like implementing like some the changes. strategies to yeah yeah to tap because, into your market essentially yep because we have to change some things on the website because you know there are certain tags that need to be on your website there are certain things that need to be searchable keywords that need to be consistent so my website is kind of being cleaned up to be more seo friendly okay so yeah so i don't have any specific information just yet i'll talk to you and then and then it's just like a slow burn, yeah. you know, analytic, like Google analytics and stuff is a slow burn of constantly like reevaluating and daily messing around with that algorithm. So, right. 
Right, right. That, that's, you know, pretty much every ad. It's a, it is a slow burn. Once you get the ball rolling, you know, it, it becomes worth it. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely. So as of right now, are you more so relying on like referrals to get your clients? Yeah. So I think like if, if I could go back, right, and kind of tell my myself a few things, um, I spent a lot of time just analog grassroots like like almost like a door-to-door approach meeting people and just because I didn't have I didn't have the skill set to do this digitally I didn't have the skill set and I still don't have the skill set to do a Facebook ad or Instagram ad or even SEO so I was just relying on my laurels of this charming personality that you see and of getting of soliciting clients and like building relationships with them so what has been helpful for that is the foundation of the diehards are like ride or die. And they're my, they're my friends. They're like family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish that I took a more zoomed out approach rather than relying on myself yeah. and what I do well. And if anybody's listening, cause we all think we have like, we all do. Everybody has like the best thing. We all have something amazing because when it comes from our soul and we're really connected to what our talents are, it's epic. It really is. And we also have to be realistic of like, that's not always how it works. This is business. This is business and this is numbers and this is money and this is profits. Mm -hmm. So being able to like, look at where you, like where I spent capital, dumb, like foolish, foolish spending of capital. Cause I'm like, yeah, this'll be it. No, baby girl. Nope. Don't spend it there. Back up. What do you need? Zoom out. Who can help you? And how can this grow you in the digital space? Like I wasn't really thinking of that. Right. You know what I mean? I was just relying on like good old fashioned charm to, yep. <laughs> to get yeah. me. And that only gets you so far, right? It only gets you so far. And if you want to level up, you got to do other things. You got to take risks to level up. You got to mm-hmm. invest to level up. And again, this is business. And if you can fully say, I am not a business person, I'm a fitness professional, then you're going to need to check yourself and go and hire somebody who can help you with the business. Because right. otherwise I, you're just going yeah. to hemorrhage money. That's it. Exactly. That's an <laughs> issue. I think so many people get into, you know, gym ownership in the fitness industry with the passion of helping people Absolutely. and changing lives. But they really forget that there is a whole business side of things whole business. where you have to make money. You have to be profitable. <laughs> you have to drive revenue. You have to, you know, have different levels of service. You can't just be you know, with one level, $30, $20 membership, like that's not going to get you far. Um, so that's good that you recognize that. So what's yeah. kind of, you know, your sales process after you get a lead. So if you get someone who's interested um, in your facility, in your, you know, virtual program, what's your process to turning them into a paid member? So usually like what happens um, with like word of, so there are two kind of funnels that happen with me. Like there's word of mouth. Um, and that kind of just happens on its own because those people are coming based off of the recommendation of someone that they already know, like, and trust. So coming to me, like they've already invested and they've already paid money. So then it turns into a follow-up. Hey, thanks for coming for your first class. Like I have automated emails already set up after booking. And I don't know what program or what software y'all use, but that's important to have streamlining, mainstreaming, backending it so that you don't ever have to touch a thing when someone new comes. And that is a a conversion that will continue to happen without you touching it. Do it once, send it a million times. 
Um, so it's a follow-up email and thanks for coming. Do you want to bring some friends next time? You know, here's, here's what we can do. And I have like a, a code that people can get when they bring a friend for free, you know? So there's just like more incentives to get them to come back and to bring a new convert to come back and so on and so forth. So there's that funnel. And then I also just created an entire like corporate sales funnel, uh, which was wild to me because I was like, I've never done anything like this. And I'm pretty freaking proud. If you look at it in Excel, it's color coded. It's got some formulas in there. <laughs> hey, um, so like how that structure will go from like cold calls like how that, what that needs to happen on the back end with the email structure, with the cold call structure, okay. and then how that follow up, like, you know, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. If, if they do a, you do these series of steps. If it's B, you do these series of steps. So I have an entire like funnel system automated. Very emails. smart. Very yeah. smart. It's I mean, you're, you're putting yourself, in putting yourself in the position of scale, right? You know, to continue growing at a steady pace and not not break down like the structure of what you have going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. great to hear. Um, but yeah, th this is a question that I like to ask uh, just because I think it serves as a great talking point for everyone who's listening. Uh, but what would you say is your biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now? Mm, I gotta think about business? that. Yeah, I mean, personally, I could tell you a few, but yeah, for my, <laughs> for my business. Um, I think it's, it's actually converting, um, make, cause when I talk to people, Oh, love you. You're amazing. Great energy. And love your services. This will be really helpful. And then I'm trying to figure out where the disconnect is between love you, but and I don't want to buy it. Right. Yeah, where, cause like, even, even when I'm looking at some of the analytics that they sent over to me, um, the SEO company people are spending an average of two and a half minutes on my on-demand page. Okay. And I haven't converted anybody in the past month. Okay. So what's up with that? What's, yeah. where's that disconnect? So right now I'm, I'm, I'm getting this engagement and I'm getting these accolades that don't lead to conversion. So that's where I feel a little like, huh, now what? What do we do? How do we solve this problem? What do we fix? Right. Is it an offer? Is it a, is it a presentation? Is my call to action on my website not clear? Those things, you know? Yeah, definitely having a sales process is super important. You know, that, that like you said, a, a funnel that takes them from, you know, being interested, liking you, being interested in what you got going on to mm -hmm. tapping in uh, to, you know, what they're looking for in fitness and then, you know, turning them into a member based off, you know, providing value along the way and showing them um, that what you have to offer will work for them. Um, so, so yeah, definitely. Uh, what would you say, you know, is kind of your future and goals for the next six to 12 months, just by looking at the future, where do you see yourself? Where do you see, um, you know, your, your virtual training facility going? Yeah. Um, I get really excited about this too. May, I may shed a tear when I talk about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm reaching out to um, already established communities, I think is really important um, because I don't do like individual programs and individual weight loss. Mine is more about like, hey, you're feeling like shit. You gone through a divorce. You, got an, you lost somebody. You hate your job. Great. Come on over. I got you. So there's 
finding communities where there's already an established experience is necessary. Like there's already been a defined problem of like, I don't know how to deal with X, Y, and Z. I'm stressed out at work. I have this problem that I'm dealing with. My I'm unhealthy. Like my doctor said, if I don't, I'm going to die. That kind of thing. Right. So right now I'm making connections and creating partnerships with already established facilities like rehab centers, um, incorporating movement and mindfulness um, companies that need virtual, that virtual companies that are looking for wellness programs that are, are comprehensive with meditation, mindfulness, and movement. Um, looking with working with health coaches, like how can we bring this mindfulness aspect to fitness so that people who are dealing with like autoimmune situations or gut health issues have a place to land that is holistic in their healing process. Um, so in the next six months, I hope, not I hope, I speak it, I speak it into existence. It happen. Um, it's already happened. It's already happened. We're just, you know um building more partnerships that have larger ticket monthly membership subscriptions there you go um than individual memberships i would I, listen i would love to have individuals come but i think in the terms of where i'm putting my efforts is a one-to-many approach so having like three major corporate type partnerships by the end of the year okay is my, i love is that. my I love goal. It. I love talking to yeah. people with big goals. Um, and, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be talking more. So, so I'm excited. Yeah, follow up with me. You're holding me accountable. You're holding me accountable. Yeah, That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but all right, Angela, I think, you know, that is a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. Um, but before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your social media pages, anything you got, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym please reach out. Let's connect. Like, just know you're never alone in this entrepreneurial process. Like yes. we all, we're all, we're all here. So please, um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Angela Gentile, and then you can follow sweat remix, obviously at sweat remix. And then you can check out my website, which has a real fun throwback nineties vibe to it at sweatremix.com. Awesome. And, yeah. That's it. I was going to say, if you want to follow my dog, she's on there too, but that's, we'll leave that out. <laughs> the, the dog's got an Instagram too. We'll, we'll find her. Of course her. she does. Of course she does. She's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Angela. We absolutely appreciate your time and look forward to seeing, you know, what you could accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero, 
Today, joined by Andrew Terman of Fit Crew Bradenton down in Bradenton, Florida. Andrew, how are we doing, man? Doing well. How about you today? Awesome. Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, I'm sure the life is crazy being a, a entrepreneur in this fitness space, right? We definitely do not lack the work ethic, that's for sure. So uh, let's dive in, man. So Fit Crew Bradenton, uh, what are you guys building here? What are you trying to build here with your business? Big uh, picture. Well, thanks for having me on, Austin. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so what we're we've definitely we've definitely changed our model and evolved throughout the years just to stay ahead of mm -hmm. uh, the market and uh, needs. Uh, but what we're trying to build right now is a, is a place where we where where we have you know we, we have a deep desire of, of with our staff, um, with our leadership to to really help people and, and change them on a deeper level. Um, and also, um, you know, we've we've done this over the years and that's how we started. We build a community that's like a family and and people are super friendly and they really care about each other and the first thing people notice when they walk in is just the atmosphere and the vibe and the culture and the environment um but you know going forward uh really trying to we're trying to branch out and uh, touch more touch more people more locations and um you know just a bigger bigger reach in many different ways which i can go into detail later about for sure for sure yeah so impact uh, and serve more people pretty much the yeah. what we're building here which is awesome right in in this uh, industry i think we get to do that and uh really valuable way, fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, all that stuff is so important. So, um, yeah, man, I love that. And if you could say in one sentence, uh, kind of maybe just answer this, but why did you start the business in the first place? Could have done anything, right? Could have been doctor, lawyer, nurse, president, whatever, fireman, whatever, cop. Why did I choose this profession or why did I start the business? Uh, why did you start the business? Yeah, business. Well, um, I was already a trainer time and my uh, ex-business partner and I um, we worked for uh, lifestyle family fitness in Bradenton Florida <laughs> and uh, noticed the, the company was uh, was not not doing as well as it, as it was started taking away you know 401k matches and uh, you know the, the PT payout and whatnot commission scales so we didn't want to be um, uh, you know in a pool of hundreds of trainers is a big it was a big company at the time in Florida uh, looking for jobs so uh, we decided to start our own thing and so i had a business partner up until uh, i think two years ago and i bought him out and i'm the sole owner so very cool yeah and uh so let's talk about that for a bit but what year did you open fit crew i may have missed that. Uh, technically 2009 but we say 2010 yeah all right man so yeah we have a lot of similarities here so this is fun so uh so you had a business partner uh you were in the kind of the corporate gym setting before and said yeah. screw this i can do it better i did the exact same thing yeah. uh so tell us about um you know, business, business partnerships can be hard, right? What, um, was there anything, uh, that, why'd you guys uh, split up? Why'd you decide to buy your partner out? What, what, what happened there? What was that whole process and experience like? Yeah, great question. Um, just had, we just had two different directions. We, we eventually were headed in and, um, um, I wanted to focus on, you know, offering everything and, yeah. and, you know, not necessarily like super, super large business plan, yeah. but like, just um just having having uh the capability to to, to offer everything that we need yeah. um and he was more focused on uh, training individual athletes and just just sports performance which we also offer as well um and uh you know we we did we did really well for the eight or nine years we were together and uh it's a mutual mutual agreement to to part ways and um yeah so it's worked it's worked out well uh before and, and it's working out well now so yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, you, you guys still talk? Is it, you guys have a cordial relationship? Everything was cool. Once in a while. Once in a while, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. We'll talk about that off camera, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's something I think we need to talk about in this industry. You know, partnerships can be tough. They can be great. You know, I think uh, 
I've talked to people on both sides of the fence. I, I could tell you some horror stories about mine, but I won't. So uh, let's dive <laughs> back into this. Let's dive into Fit Crew, man. So it's uh, again, I think your visions have to align in the partnerships, and you know, and if if they don't, I think it's healthy to break away. So yeah, yes, yeah, stuff, man. So, so we've been open for what 12, 13 years now, which is pretty yeah. awesome. Um, before we dive into any details, really uh, model and all that stuff. What's one or two things you've seen change within this industry, even in, within your space over that 12, 13 year period? Anything major stand out in your mind? Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Um, you know, we started, we were fortunate to start at, you know, partially luck started at a good time, you know, just like yourself, 2009, 2010, when, when nobody was, nobody was, no businesses were really doing a whole lot. So uh, we were growing, 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 and people were holding, holding on, and uh, we were just acquiring things and hiring people and building. Um, at that time we were, uh, the majority of what we offered was group classes and we had, we were just, you know, just killing it. I mean, there's so many people in every, in every group class. Um, and as the economy shifted, um, went to more private one-on-ones and, um, yeah, I've just, you know, I've just noticed like, you know, as far as fitness trends in general, um, you know, like that, all the at-home stuff, you know, and the Peloton and, you know, how that's, you know, rose up really quickly and then taking a little bit of a fall, um, since, uh, you know, COVID is you know, slowing down and, and, and people are returning to gyms. Yeah. But I really just see that people, um, most people will, will thrive in a, you know, in the gym environment or some sort of facility, um, as you probably know, you know, yeah. working out at home, um, way too many distractions. I have a home gym um, and barely ever gets used, but it's nice to have in case they need it, but I'm definitely never going to rely on that. So, um, yeah, just, you know, um, you know, just knowing the industry for so long, uh, you know, there's certain things that, that always, always work and you can do all the time and yeah. just, you see things come and go, but mainly, yeah, just the, the models of, uh, uh and programs and stuff that comes together yeah. and, and nutrition and the diets and whatnot as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of changes for sure. I think the one thing you said there was like, yeah, back in the day, group, group classes, group training was, was huge, right? Everybody went to that like early 2010s, 11, 12, 13. Yeah. And then at that time, PT was probably lower. Right? I don't think there was as much PT. Now it's kind of flipping a little bit, especially with COVID. I think people like the PT piece better. Like, you know, economy's up and down. Like instead of moving forward, who the heck knows what we're going to have here you know, six months from now with, with that. But um, yeah, so yeah, definitely some big changes in the past 13 years that, uh, that you've experienced. And uh, yeah, me, same thing too, Andrew, same yeah. deal. So like, let's dive into the gym now. So I think... Uh, every successful business has like three factors. Let's go through those. First one is, first one we kind of touch on, like we solve a problem. So I think we already talked about that, like health, wellness, nutrition, um, place for people to go, to get individualized coaching, all that good stuff. So part two of that equation is like, you need a viable model and then a viable marketing strategy plan type thing. So just for the listeners, tell us your business model. And like, we haven't really laid out what you guys fully offer yet. So what do you guys offer there at Fit Crew from like a service standpoint? So from a service standpoint, um, like you mentioned, group classes, we have our uh, signature hour-long strength and conditioning classes that, you know, some people consider or, 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 or say it's similar to CrossFit, um, but, you know, the, there's, you know, Olympic lifting, there's, you know, body weight movements, there's cardiovascular movements and whatnot. Um, we have, uh, we offer 30-minute hit classes, um, you know, stretching, yoga, um, you know, here and there, not all the time. Um, offer one-on-one training. We have 10 different, 12 different trainers right now, uh, which, you know, that's, that's changed throughout the years. We've had over 20 at one point, you know, started with just myself and my my ex-business partner. 
Um, but every, every trainer has their own strengths and weaknesses and niches. So, you know, it's really cool to see, um, as we've added people to the team, you know, um, strategically placing, uh, trainers in our business that are, are, are specialized in certain things. You know, we have, uh, athletic trainers, phenomenal works with professional athletes and I do their nutrition. Um, you know, we have trainers that are, 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 you know, focused on therapy and rehab and, and, and you name it. So. Um, but outside of that, yeah, nutrition, nutrition, um, you know, some forms of rehabilitation, uh, depending on the severity of it. Um, I think that, I think that covers it. That's a lot, man. Yeah. We got a yeah. lot. We know the model. Um, and you told me earlier right now, personal training is the, the, the bread and butter, if you will, of what you guys Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. That's, awesome. That's awesome. Obviously a higher ticket item so we can charge more. Um, yeah. Small yeah. Really popular too. Really work with one yeah, person sometimes two three four five six seven eight yeah you read my you read my mind well yeah what's your opinion on small group i i love it because i think it kind of takes the the tradition crossfit ish massive group which yeah. people get lost in the weeds it's hard it's impossible to coach people as best you know yeah Say it's 165 a month then you have pt which could be you know upwards of who knows five five hundred to a thousand small right. group is kind of like that nice middle you kind of see that just the biggest right. of small group yeah yeah, hundred percent. We have a lot of people that will start in our group classes and kind of transition into small yeah. groups. Um, yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's, you know, it's a little bit more affordable. There's the camaraderie. I, I personally have, you know, I have several several smaller groups throughout the day, right. which I really enjoy. But I start my day with a six a.m. group that uh, I just love. I just love the guys and gals that are in that group, and they're obviously they're working out that early in the morning, um, and so they're they're super motivated. Right. Um, so yeah, group training is a lot of fun, and then obviously put more people in, you know, the only way to touch more lives is to see more people or, or spread the word through a podcast or some sort of version of this. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I'm all about. And energy is good. And you know, the vibe is the culture. So it's yeah. Awesome. yeah. And the vibe and the culture is such an important thing in the gyms. Every gym, as you know, is totally different. You know, we could go into any gym in the world. So different. And it comes from you guys, it comes from the leadership and it filters down, you know? So, so with that, before I, I want to talk about those profit levers we can pull, like, small group, nutrition, athletes later on, but um, to talk to like the culture and the vibe of the business, what is your kind of role at this point in time, Andrew, like 12, 13 years in, day-to-day for you? I know you said you have some early clients there, classes, but what's like a typical, like, what's today? I don't know what day it is. Thursday, what's a typical, typical Thursday like for you? Typical Thursday, your typical weekday is I'll show up yeah. to the gym at 5 a.m. We do have a 5 a.m. class. Um, I don't, uh, currently coach regularly in either, any of the group classes I'll, I'll, uh, I'll join in for fun on a holiday or, or an extra big group or a special event uh, we have an event um, next Saturday at a big mall down here in Sarasota out in there outside so it should be you know 60 70 people so I'll be a part of that uh, but anyway um, you know I'll, I'll prepare for my day and uh, get organized and maybe do some reading or uh, some programming um, and then my, my group will start coming in at 5 45 and you know, shooting the, shooting the shit and talking and, uh, um, uh, from 6am usually to noon ish, um, booked back to back with, you know, one-on-ones or, or small groups or, uh, nutrition. And meanwhile, we have, you know, classes going on, other trainers run appointments. And then I'll typically, uh, have a workout partner that I, that I train with mostly every day. We'll typically work out around noon, uh, for an hour ish and then lunch. And then, uh, some business stuff or nutrition and then back at it usually two two thirty the latest um usually until uh i used to i used to work quite a bit later six or seven but now five or five thirty i have a two and a half year old son that i want to get home to and and help out with bedtime and uh yeah you know, be a part of his life so it's important yeah, man, it's awesome uh 
do you love it or what? Doing that? I love it, man. That's I know. So, no so question. Funny. I had to ask, but uh, yeah, as you're saying, I'm going back in my head and just remembering that exact, those exact, that exact schedule, man, pretty much to the T. And uh, yeah. I think it's great. I know at the end of the day, you go home, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way, Andrew, but like you feel like you accomplished a lot, you touch people's lives mm-hmm. with like an actual purpose, you know, which I think is so unique to what we do and so like awesome for lack of yeah. any better verbiage. But yes. yeah, man, that's, that's great. And uh, I want to ask you more about that kind of the evolution of your role uh, towards the end of the show. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely dive into that. So like the next part of a successful business, obviously, is the marketing strategy, philosophy, plan of attack. Uh, my favorite part. So what is just your marketing strategy uh, right now like at Fit Crew? Yeah, just to go back to what you said a second ago, um, yeah. you know, when, you, when you're working that many hours a day, you know, you hear it all the time, you know, you got you to love what you do or, or do what you love. Right. But truly, it doesn't feel like I'm working that long when, you right. know, when I finish the day. Yeah, am I tired? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when I get home, my son, boom, 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 it's time to go. You know, it's you yeah. know, a lot of energy there. But uh, oh, yeah. here, when you're truly doing what you love, it sounds cliche. You, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot easier than sitting at a desk. Yeah, and, and, like, uh, and if you can make money doing what you love, it's the most addicting drug. Yeah, out there. exactly. exactly. Oh. You're, and you're helping people and making people better. They appreciate it. Can't so be- anyway, your, uh, your question was, uh, I'm sorry, marketing strategy? Yeah, basically, uh, yeah, yeah. What's your marketing strategy like right now? So we, uh, we have a fantastic marketing uh, director. It's funny. She's the first client um, I got off uh, Instagram ever. Wow. Um, so I realized the importance of social media. You know, it was probably that. Yeah. years ago. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Well, um, and that's what she went to school for. She she uh, lived in our area and um, was was phenomenal. Before that, we had some operations people that kind of dabbled in, in both, and, and right. we did some of our own stuff and hired out. Uh, but anyway, she uh, she she still works for us remotely, um, and uh, we we meet quarterly and you know, yeah. based on events or 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 what. Um, what current um, competitors are doing. We meet quarterly and we plan out, you know, what, you know, what our strategy is as far as mm-hmm. social media, as far as events, as far as uh, right. client appreciation, um, marketing materials around the gym or mailers or Facebook advertising, you name it. Um, so, you know, definitely, definitely depends on, on the time and, and what's going on. Yeah. So what has you, what have you guys done? Um, what's your best way to get people in the door, like new clients consistently? That's what, I mean, honestly, it's funny. Um, it's funny. Uh, probably the best form, best thing, the form of marketing we've ever done was the triangle stickers. People there um, and there's thousands of them around the area, um, and people ask about them all the time. Uh, we did, we did went through a little rebrand, but it's not the logo's not not that much different, so it's pretty still pretty recognizable. But it is honestly word of mouth. Um, you know, we Bradenton, Florida's fairly small. I know it's a, a suburb. Um, it's not like, you know, like a Tampa or Miami. Um, so it's, it's word of mouth. And um, our, our facility is, is off the beaten path a little bit. And we're not on a main row with signage. And, yeah. um, you know, worried about that in the beginning. But um, it's, it's, it's not been a problem. And um, our marketing is phenomenal. People, you know, I ask, obviously, we find out how people found us all the time. And, you know, we're the first to pop up on Google. You know, we you know five-star Google reviews, Yelp, you name it. So um, our, our marketing is pretty phenomenal with, you know, SEOs and um, yeah, yeah. optimizing how people people find us um, online and, and that, that, that right. way as well. So. Yeah, man, that's that awesome. Yeah, obviously word of mouth is a big thing. And like, yeah, my gyms are off the beaten path too, right? Not yeah. I think the value of putting them on a main road at those, at those rental rates that you're going to be paying like double, triple, and now and you know, the size that you want to in the area. Exactly, yeah. 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 There's the real estate of a, of a gym is like 
a whole nother show we could put on right now too. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's wild, you know. But um, yeah, word of mouth is big, obviously, especially off the beaten path. You know, we want to get those members and like I want to almost drag you in. Do you guys have you guys done any kind of paid digital marketing via Facebook, Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We do okay. ongoing, yeah, all the time. Cool. Um, yeah, we've done mailers, we've done you yeah. name it. Um, awesome. yeah. beautiful, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great tool. Obviously, massive platforms that we can use. Yeah. So, really good uh, to be on there and, uh, you know, use them and great way to attract people. I think also we can do organically reach out to them, you know, DM or if they like posts, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. So yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, we've been really good at just doing the basics. I mean, just follow up, making people feel accountable. Yeah. Even if they're in a group class, you know, I'm treating them like they're in a one-on-one appointment. I, that's what I preach. I mean, we've really just been super consistent yeah. with that, with the, with the basics and, you know, timeliness and, yeah whatever the basics entail in our industry and you just nail them and you know it's it's, it's hard to mess it up if you if yeah, no. it's well, yeah. Over. So important yeah basics having the, like those systems in place you know make yeah. they make such a big difference and you've been here for 13 years so obviously you guys are doing a lot of things right yeah. you know which is in this industry man is really great not not easy at all um so you have a marketing director in place now with um say like i reached out to you via facebook or like called you guys what is the process from getting me from that uh, platform into the gym and getting started, what did, walk me through like that whole process. Um, it would depend on uh, you know the the nature of the message. Uh, you know, we do have some automatic responses. We have a chat window on our website. Um, you know, we respond pretty quickly to Facebook, Instagram, uh, any social media messages. We get a lot, a lot of uh, traffic through our website or email. Uh, but uh, anyway, once once uh, you showed interest and you uh, wanted to wanted to come into the facility, our operations director would schedule a tour with you, and she would uh, show you around the gym, and then sit down and, and talk about goals and you know what the what the best route uh, for you would be. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. And then, uh, at that point, they go. She would she would help them kind of choose or point them in like whether it's PT or group yeah. or another avenue the right class you know put them in the right class or with the right trainer um yeah so yeah yeah awesome we're, we're awesome. pretty good at that yeah the tour thing is it's important so yeah, it's important yeah and that initial like experience is huge you know like you can't replace that you know and like yeah and we want to kind of close them when they walk, <laughs> walk out the door and it's hard you know it's hard for them to come back man no worries yeah sorry about that no worries man. i'll block that I'll, I'll edit that thing out all good um so cool. So we talked about <clears throat> Andrew got your model, your marketing structure, and how how you're obviously attracting new people in the door, which yeah you know, is super important. Uh, the the third element of kind of I think a, a good business is we tell a story, and I think that's more related to like retention and the to keep people coming back. You know, day after day, month after month, week after week. You mentioned earlier uh, events you put on, like you're doing one. I think you said shortly 60, 70 people. Mm -hmm. uh, Talk to us about how you're able to keep, how you've been able to keep members coming back these past 12 plus years, man. What are some key attributes you think to good retention? Yeah, I think, um, I think, uh, you know, you know, like you said, you know, we've been in business for a long time. So yeah. obviously that's, that's a, that's the strongest thing we have going for us. Um, but finding out our, our product market fit, um, you know, keeping tabs on competitors and what they're offering, um, staying ahead of, you know, what, what we think the economy is going to do, um, you know, what, what the fit, latest fitness trends are. Um, so we've just kept, kept evolving uh, to take hold of the market and, and keep it. Um, you know, um, you know, it's not, 
it's not, you know, we, we try, we, you know, what we originally set out for, we, you know, and, and what we, what we built um, in terms of like just nailing down the basics and, um, you know, putting our structure in place. We've, we've evolved from that, but we've never lost sight of that. Um, and I think it's really important for businesses. Um, you know, a lot of businesses will just stay in the past and they'll never evolve. Yeah. Um, and then they see their, their followers or their clientele or, or customers drop. Um, and we've just really stayed ahead of the, ahead of the game. Um, every step, you know, for the most part, we've made some mistakes here and there, obviously, but uh, stayed ahead of the game and really just try to try to, um, you know, offer offer what the next best thing is, um, and uh, just just the follow up and making people feel part of the community, part of a family, um, and just showing that we care. Uh, we try to do, you know, we have a we we have a little thank you department, and we we uh, we, we write letters a couple times a year to our clients and thank them for certain things, personalized letters. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we do, you know, we do a lot of client appreciation, holiday parties, and, um, you know, it's, it's really important just to connect with, with the members. And we've had people, I've had people that I've worked with for 17 years in a row now, um, and they have never left, so. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and like, uh, I'm sure you've seen that correlation to people going to these events, they stay for a long time as members, right? So to get the most yeah. out of them, and obviously like events outside of the gym are, you know, just as important as events inside the gym, maybe more important, who knows? So, uh, yeah. yeah, and like, with that communication piece to it, you know, like the, the letters, I know you said, like, um, you said you have a cadence to that. Do you any texting, like, throughout the year, say I missed a couple of days or I go away or, like, anything like that to communicate with people and they're not with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Even though, uh, even though um, you know, I'm not, I'm not coaching group classes, I'll notice, you know, people that aren't in the group classes. And, you know, just for example, I shot a message to one of our members last week and, uh, yeah, man, sorry, I've been so busy, blah, 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 I need to get back in there. Next day he showed up, and he's been coming every day since. So, um, you know, just really trying to be aware and just showing, just putting so much effort into the clients and yeah. and, and, and their well-being. Um, sure. And, you know, just – and then one other thing, too, to mention is just yeah. as, a, as a trainer or as any – you know, anybody in this industry or similar to it is just leaving your own personal issues at the door. Um, sure. and, you know, these people only have 30 minutes to 60 minutes to – to, uh, to work out and that's a break from their business, break from their families. Um, they want to have fun. They want to get in shape. They want to just, you know, kind of have a little piece of their mind. Um, so you're, you're constantly dragging your own stuff and drama um, into, into a new appointment or a class where people are, are taking it seriously, you know, spending a lot of time and money on. Um, yeah, I just see it all the time. It doesn't, doesn't work very well. So no, it doesn't, man. No, I agree. Yeah, definitely. You got to leave that stuff at the front door, you know, yeah. in the car before you come in thousand percent. Like, yeah. And I like that you mentioned the, uh, oh, Jesus, I just blank, man. Uh, it'll come back to me in a second, but uh, shoot, Sorry. totally blanked on that. Well, it'll come back to me, but uh, let's move on. And I'm going to, I want to touch on, you said something really good there that I fully <laughs> mind blanked on my apologies, but um, All right. so we talked about your model earlier, right? Uh, PT is the bread and butter, but like we have members, uh, we always want to increase that kind of average revenue per member. Um, so what is other services you offer to up, upsell members? whether it's from a small group to PT or PT to maybe some nutrition or what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, that's a good question. And we always are, are you know, brainstorming new right. ways to do that. And, uh, you know, my, my theory is the longer someone's in the gym, uh, the more time they spend in the gym, uh, you know, the more money they're going to spend, obviously more results they're probably going to get. Um, so we, you know, we, we've done this off and on throughout the years. We do um, just for just one example, we do weekly challenges, something just, silly like uh 50 wall ball for time or like you know you know uh two minutes max calories on a uh, assault bike or something like that something that everybody can do 
then what you see happening is uh, people dropping in the middle of the day, um, you know, getting out of their suit and tie, hanging up in the bathroom, bust out the challenge real quick, and then they're back to work. Um, so, you know, that, that just puts more, um, more emphasis on the, the value. Um, and it's, that's what we're trying to do is just build value. Um, but yeah, just seeking out people that are, you know, doing maybe open gym or or group classes and, you know, maybe that's not the right fit for them. So approaching them in a professional manner and making a a recommendation based on maybe an injury that they have probably shouldn't be doing this hour long class where there's some crazy stuff going on. Um, so yeah, just a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these services are all great. And I know you guys have a lot going on, which which is awesome. And a lot of ways to upsell and, and even downsell people if need be. What um what percentage, Andrew, of people are taking advantage of your nutrition service? That always interests me. Yeah, let's say that's probably uh, you know, ten to twenty percent of our business, ten to thirty, given wow. any period of time that we have um we have another uh, person that does nutrition, maybe maybe wow. two, yeah, two. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's a big passion of mine. Um, I did find out, I did work with a, a physician who's, who's amazing, uh, who revealed vitality for quite some time. Uh, it's kind of like anti-aging, um, uh, uh, office in, in, in our area moved to Sarasota. So we haven't, uh, we haven't worked like we were in the past, but I did find out that I just didn't want to sit at a desk all day and do nutrition. I blocked off a couple afternoons of a week to, to see clients there. And it was cool. It was in a medical setting, but um, I just don't want to sit at a desk all day long. So I try to just kind of mix it up throughout the day. I'll have, you know, a new couple of nutrition appointments, uh, training and just back and forth. And I, I really like the mixture. So definitely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, how have you been able, I think that's a great program to offer. And, uh, I think probably a big missing link in a lot of gyms, right? How, how yeah. have you been able to grow it? Like to where it is, um, like one or two things you think have helped that make you do this made it work. Oh, uh, we've grown the business. Yeah. The nutrition part of it. Oh, the nutrition part. Um, I've, uh, with my marketing, uh, director, we've spent a lot of time on my nutrition plans and they're, they're pretty, they're pretty state of the art, pretty phenomenal. Okay. Um, and, uh, just created, yeah, we, we've done video, I do, I do video series. So on our YouTube oh. channel, there's like, um, you know, introduction to micronutrients, macronutrients, like that. Um, you know, what to, what to do when you're going to cheat when you're eating out, what to, you know, what, what kind of alcohol to drink, like just for everyday life situations. Um, so we, you know, people will sign up for our mailing list and look at these videos and right. clients get these videos, uh, you know, which is, there's, there's two different versions of them, the paid, the paid version and the unpaid, sure. uh, but just, just, just everything like so much about adding value um, and making it, um, making it so doable that they really just, they have to have zero um, motivation and uh, right. discipline to do it. So, you know, in turn, you know, as far as nutrition, like food logging, have all my clients log their food, you know, at least for the first three or four weeks. Um, sometimes, sometimes people do it for three or four months and I'm, you know, keeping them accountable and, you know, they're seeing what they put down. Um, so really just, you know, this is, I don't have many people that don't see good results when they do it. So word of mouth and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of people that, um, nutrition the right way either so no, that's, that's, uh, yeah. i think people are you know people are more health conscious than they've ever been um you know five ten years ago nobody knew what kombucha or bone broth was and now you know everybody knows what it is it's just it's just cool to see people being so aware and uh, conscious of of their health now and uh sure. not putting all their trust into to someone that sees them for 10 minutes every five months who doesn't really care about them so you know i agree man yeah i agree and uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna check out your, your YouTube channel later and see what you got going on. But uh, yeah, I think it's a huge part of like what we get to do. Like, 
and for a lot of folks a, a missing a massive missing link so it's really cool you guys offer that and are promoting it and getting that message out there which is everything um all right man andrew manifest time man so uh been doing this 12 13 years with your business here what's your five-year kind of goal and that can be for the business and also maybe kind of like what your role is going to be you know kind of evolving at that point so kind of a two-part question there business in five years and kind of your role with it in five yeah. years um, right now we're working on adding um, adding quality staff to the team. Just uh, added two new trainers. Um, working on some other things as well. Uh, you know, to to grow, you need to have quality people in place. So um, you know, and then we've, we've been really good at developing younger trainers too. And you know, they they you know they, they open their own place or whatever. So which is great. Uh, but you know, so you, you gain a few, then you lose one, and then so we're trying to add quality yeah. members to the team. We're we're hoping to open up a second location here soon. I uh, can't reveal the details yet, uh, but um, that is that's in the works and possibly a third. Uh, but just but just things like this and just reaching more people and touching more lives, um, you know, through nutrition, through through you know virtual virtual fitness programs, through. Um, you know, uh, long distance coaching. Um, we do it. We do a lot of that with people all over the country and the world. Okay. Um, but yeah, for me, for me myself, is this step back a little bit and and uh, develop. I don't like the word manage, but develop um, and grow grow people and the business. Um, and you know, in order for me to be able to step away, I need to need to have some some uh, some some more quality trainers. More of them. We already have some really good quality trainers, but more of them. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the, the next yeah. five years, and there's some other small projects we're working on. Um, of course, man, yeah, I love it. Uh, all growth related, which is awesome. And now, uh, kind of just answers maybe, but like, what is the main focus for the next year? Is it getting to that opening that second spot? Is that the main focus right now? Yeah, keeping everything. You know, we we're involved in a lot of a lot of little things right now and events. Uh, keeping keeping that rolling, keeping the momentum going with that. Yeah. adding to the team but yeah definitely getting that second location open and um building that out and designing it the way we want for sure uh, um and um yeah getting we're getting even more and more involved in the athletic performance community uh, we have img right near us yes in florida so uh yeah. we have tons of tennis golf i mean you name it basketball football. Yeah. so um yeah but that's that's uh that's a big thing so yeah that's awesome i love it and uh Great goals. I like putting it out there. And then obviously we take action now when we go, we go get it accomplished, man. So uh, Andrew, I think it's an awesome place to wrap this up, man. Appreciate you coming on and telling us the fit crew story, what you guys, how you started, what you're doing, where you're going, all that great stuff. So we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Grab me on, Austin. I appreciate it. Uh, and then yeah, last thing, where can the listeners find you on the social media website? Where can we check you out? So um, our website is fitcrewbradenton.com. Uh, find us, I think uh, Instagram, it's fitcrewbradenton, at fitcrewbradenton. Uh, Facebook Fit Crew Bradenton. Um, you can always shoot me an email, Andrew at fitcrewbradenton.com. Um, and then YouTube, I think it's youtube.com uh, forward slash fit crew. So awesome, man. Yes, Thank sir. you so much. We appreciate it. And uh, this was fun, man. Love talking. Awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Appreciate it, man. Got it. You got it. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. 
the goal is simple. Cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us in the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Amber Kivett with Kivett Kinetic Solutions. What is going on, Amber? How are you doing today? Happy Monday. Hey, Monday. <laughs> every day is a great day. I'm just thankful to be here, being able to serve others. And every day is the same day to me. I live an hour at a time. So uh, Monday and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it doesn't matter. Every day is a great day. So I live an hour at a time and whatever that hour brings is how we serve. I love it. I love it. Every day is definitely a good day. We're happy to have you on, excited to have you on. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on, Amber, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Sure. Um, so I like to refer to myself as a hybrid coach in sports medicine, sports performance, massage, body work, and the mind game, truly bringing mind, body, and spirit full circle um, from the inside out. Um, I got started in this business over 15 years ago after suffering from a traumatic multi-vehicle accident uh, in, on May 21st of 2005. A little insight for you that I didn't tell you, JJ. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, it took me two years to learn to walk again after suffering eight spinal injuries, head trauma, and fibromyalgia. And having um, the ability, I had served as a sports medicine coordinator for a large hospital organization. And uh, nobody wanted to hire me after I rehabilitated, after the odds were against me. So I refused to leave the profession. So started my own business just in a personal training aspect at a uh, hundred thousand square foot fitness facility that was city owned and operated and started just <clears throat> observing what people were not doing and listening to everybody's problems and then providing solutions hit hence kinetic solutions um, to everybody's problems and what I did find during that time is that a lot of individuals a lot of personal trainers really steered away from working with senior citizens or those from the abnormal population, those who had autoimmune, those who had disability, uh, because they were intimidated by them. And here I was recovering from eight different spinal injuries and head trauma, no short-term memory, and started uh, throwing myself at those individuals because I truly embraced working with anybody and everybody who you know, was just wanting an opportunity to grow in themselves and quickly became the largest um, gross um, personal trainer by sessions and by income in that facility until I got pregnant with my daughter. And then, uh, uh, so I started teaching Zumba from my home garage after attracting a lot of different individuals out to my facility in the middle of nowhere uh, in the countryside. And then uh, from there decided that uh, I wanted to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. So continue to teach Zumba classes in the evening, $3 a person serving $50 or serving 50 people per evening on a max capacity, a minimum of 25. So do the math, 25 times three on the low end, uh, four to five classes a week, and it was all cash-based. 
and just trying to ebb and flow with learning how to handle the intensity that my body and my mind could handle while being a full-time mom, but also growing the brand. And then from then that summer, uh, went to a perform better summit and learned from Todd Durkin, um, who happens to be the, the mindset behind Drew Brees and Bill Adani and Tomlinson and learned how to do group personal training in 2008 before it was ever really popular, brought that out to my home and my garage and started serving individuals in the summer of 2011. And it has grown into the empire it is now. Wow. I love <laughs> Didn't that. expect love that one, did you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was a shocker, definitely. But what I will say before we dive into anything deeper here is just I appreciate the transparency right off the bat, you know, to be comfortable enough to come on air here and be able to share your story as deep as, as that, that may be. And it's as difficult maybe to, to sometimes share. I, I appreciate the views, appreciate it, and I can tell we're just getting started. It's going to be an awesome episode. So thank you for that so far, Amber. And let's get, let's get right into it. So yeah. let's dive into the, the business a little more here and we'll start with the bare bones basics. Um, you know, Amber, how, how many members are you guys at currently? Uh, our, our contact list is now approaching 900 members. Um, when we started in our 15th year, that was the first year I'd ever hired employees and started using uh, business administration software through MindBody. And uh, we imported over 700 contacts and we've taken on, in just in the last 90 days, 150 new clients. But probably in the last year, I would say we have taken on well over 300 new cases, um, wow. you know, coming to see us because of our special niche. Yeah, uh, completely. And so if I came, I'll use myself as the avatar, but it's okay. I'll, if I came in sure. and I'm like, Amber, I'm ready to get started yesterday, or maybe I got referred and I'm like, hey. Amber, what's going on? I, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's get started. Mm -hmm. What would I have to pay to become an active member? Um, let me rephrase how what active member means. So um, I, I don't, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't like to refer to my individuals as members. I like for them to be referred to, referred to as clients. Um, if you're a member or if you're a patient, there's something wrong with you that it's coming you're, you're walking the door to see us. Um, whereas a client, we don't want you to have to have anything wrong to want to reach out to us. So um, in order, just the start, just the starting basis, I work a minimum at $150 an hour. So it doesn't matter what service I provide. Um, there are two things that money cannot buy you. Money cannot buy you back time and money cannot buy you your health. So I value my time very well. And so we charge or I charge for my services a minimum of $150 an hour up to $300 an hour. To, to walk into my facility and tap into my expertise. I love that. I love that. I, I love the confidence and I love the fact that <clears throat> you fully and truly understand the value of yourself, right? And then mm -hmm. also value perception, right? No matter what, you know your expertise, you know your knowledge, you know what you bring to the table, but you're not afraid. And I think oftentimes a lot of gym owners, trainers, whatever you may say, uh, may have the mentality that, you know, hey, like, you know, I wanna be the cheapest or I wanna be the one that's more affordable. But realistically, at that point, you become what a commodity, right? And Correct. you can't, you, you are not like every other trainer. You cannot compare to any other trainer. So at that point, you know the value you bring. And at that point, when you raise your prices, it's actually almost easier to sell that than it would be to sell a cheaper package. You know what I mean? And at that point, it's just they understand the value you bring and they can see it. And you bring Absolutely. it to the table on top of that. And so I, I love that, Amber. I love that. That's such a great mindset there. Such a great approach. Um, and so... You know, with, you know, 900 contacts, I mean, clients, I'm sorry, on your contact list, uh, 
for you, Amber, what's been the best method of finding new clients? Because it seems like you're pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, we are pretty much, I would say we are 90% or 90% organically referred uh, by word of mouth and or, or through, yeah. um, you know, virtual, because I do a lot of spokesmodel work for um, a, a wellness recovery brand called Life Pro. Um, and so I'm kind of turned into a YouTube superstar over the last two years because of the pandemic. Really? So I've got people who are contacting us through Life Pro seeing me in YouTube, but majority of the clients that come to see me are referred to us by word of mouth by our success with providing um, instant pain relief, whether it's mental, spiritual, emotional, or physical um, to uh, individuals on a one-on-one basis as well as by a team approach. So not only do I work one-on-one, but I also work with teams. We have an entire team, championship teams coming into our facility and working with those minds, whether young or old. And those coaches see the change, the parents see the change instantly from the moment they leave. And so they go and talk about it. And so people are curious about what's going on in our facility that's different. And they're seeing the, the, the change in the individual minds and their performance levels, whether it is an employee in an occupational setting or whether it is uh, through, through, a sports, through a sports team uh, of whether volleyball, softball, basketball, it doesn't matter. Um, we're, we're seeing people coming in from all different walks of life. And so word of mouth from uh, a couple of coaches to a sports organization, to a team, to a school, to a county, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And completely. And I think for the most part, right, I think word of mouth has been around for decades and it will continue to be around for decades. And I think it is always going to be a pinnacle to success in any business, no matter what the background or demographic may be, because it is genuinely a thanks to your quality of fulfillment. That's literally what it is. You're great at your service and people, I'm sure you know this, you've heard this plenty of times, people refer to raise their status. So it's like, hey, Amber did this much things for me. She accomplished all of this stuff for me. Now, if I refer it to Debbie, Debbie's going to think more highly of me because of what Amber's going to do for it. It's, it's just a little bit of a system there, right? And you've got it down packed. So great stuff for having great fulfillment there. But let me ask you this, Amber, you know, has there been any other methods other than word of mouth that we typically don't see or maybe that you tried that maybe, you know, be a little unorthodox, maybe like a flyer or maybe, you know, some business to business approach or even social media or advertising, how has that turned out for you as well? Sure. Um, first of all, going back to the referral word of mouth, uh, the, the rule of 10 is a very powerful rule to remember. And, and meaning that don't ever think about um, not putting yourself out there, having your game face on at all times, because everybody that you talk to or see or present in front of has at least 10 contacts in their phone that need your service. So the power of 10 is assuming that every person that you interact with, that you transform or try to influence, has the ability to refer to a minimum of 10 people to you in a snap of a finger, simply because you have created uh, that, that transition in their mind. So social media is huge um, when, I, when I prioritize it. And what I mean by that, I don't get on and do lives. I, don't, I just now started a TikTok account uh, and I really haven't even started doing anything with it yet because I'm so stretched thin with the actual action of my service providing. Um, but I, I will say that we have, um, I, I'll take a photo. If I'm doing a cupping pattern, 
meaning Eastern medicine, if I'm doing cupping or scraping or doing a whole body vibration platform uh, workout or session with somebody, I take a video or I take a photo of that individual before and after their facial expression and I'll capture them in the moment and put them on social media. And I don't have to put a phrase with it. People see it and it's different. They want to know why that individual is having what they're done um, completed. And so then I have a facility manager that goes on and answers all those questions so that I can stretch myself further and, and, and soar much higher with my wings out, uh, you know, wider so that um, we can continue to spread, you know, in, enjoyment and greatness among greater audiences. So social media is huge, but um, not, you know, a lot of people get into wanting to do these lives or doing these reels. Um, and it's just a matter of capturing the exact moment that is eyeball for, you know, you only have like 15 seconds or left, less to capture a mind. So, you know, scrolling through social media. So it has to be a video or a photo of something that's very unique, very different, um, not typical. People are like, whoa, like why, why is your cupping pattern different than somebody else's? I'm, I'm just only seeing three or four cups and I see 25 on yours why are you doing that versus somebody else doing it? So it opens up a conversation. Um, just being able to stimulate a mind to open up a conversation, whether it's in, in person at an athletic event with, with your family, where you're standing in line at a grocery store and you know, people are you know, talking about something that you happen to hear that you might be able to influence and say, hey, you know, this is what I do. Uh, here's my card if you happen to need anything. So I carry business cards with me everywhere I go. And I also carry a digital business card on my phone in my photo album so that if somebody doesn't want to uh, keep track of a business card, they have access to a photo of my business card with my phone number so that they can access me from wherever. So yeah, and I've, got a, I've, got a, I've also got a bio sheet. So when I'm reaching out to a coach, what sets me aside from somebody else? Well, let me send you my bio sheet. And it has the, all the award-winning things that I've done that have set myself out from the standard. And then it's got all my qualifications on the back and they can't put it away because they're so inspired by it that I don't know why I need this woman in my life, but I need her in my life. What, let, let me call her. And that's how that. it happens. I love that. Just having so much versatility on every avenue. I think that's awesome. And so I'll use a hypothetical question here. So let's say this, let's say traffic, clients, leads, whatever you may say was unlimited, you know, how much higher can you go, Amber? I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, like, I mean, you're at 700 active members, I think, right? And then I know you said your contact list is at 900, but like, say, how much higher can it go? I like to think the sky is the limit wherever God takes me is where I'm supposed to go. Um, you know, I, I really put a lot of God into everything I do. And there's this thing tapping into God's whispers and just knowing where you're supposed to go, whether you're supposed to dial back and focus into one individual because that's the individual that's, you know, your, your audience for that day, for whatever reason, God has brought them to your doorstep or whether it's an entire team, or maybe I'm supposed to go virtual and I'm supposed to do a keynote address. Um, the sky's the limit. Wherever God wants me to go is where he's going to take me. And not being afraid of that is really important because I think some professionals are um, afraid to fail or afraid to succeed. I like to say I've already failed enough that I'm not afraid to fail. So I don't hold back. Um, I'm not even afraid to succeed, but when you do succeed and you go up to the next level, there's a different amount of responsibility that goes into maintaining that level of greatness. And you have to be grounded and dialed in to your daily habits so that you don't allow your success or your frame to carry you to a different part of, of who you are, taking away from who you truly are in spirit, because it's very easy to get uh, sucked into the world of fame and power 
and you becoming somebody that you're not. So I'm very careful in making sure that I stay grounded to my roots and maintaining my best practices and making sure that I, I'm really tapping into God each and every day as to where I'm supposed to be as opposed to where I want to go. I love it. I love it. That's so true, right? It's about, it's literally, there's, I mean, there's so many things you can say, but I think <laughs> you hit it right on the head, right? I don't even want to keep it you know, and so let, let's let's take like one last question on on, on top of the clients here. And I think we can sure. take this last level here, and it's when when having that many clients and 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 going you know increasingly almost you know one hundred and fifty plus every single what was that? I mean, not in a month. I'm sorry, in the last thirty days you said it was you increased one hundred and fifty in the last ninety days, and that we've seen days, that we've seen that pattern pretty steadily since we opened my new my newly renovated facility. Back in August of August fifteenth of last year, we started um, tracking software because I didn't have any administrative software uh, until February of this year of twenty twenty two, and everything I've done up to then has been by spreadsheet, by hard copy, which is really hard to keep track of stats and where people are coming from and how people are scheduling and getting information. So it's really important to know your numbers, and that was my biggest weakness before I started hiring professionals to work for me. So I had to make sure that I truly empowered my greatest weakness so that I can learn from that to overcome it. So I could be ready for um, the, the, the waters yet to come, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So with that many clients, how do you go about tracking lifetime value churn rate? You know, I mean, knowing who's been with you for how long, or if somebody did cancel, you know, when, like, how do you track those, numbers so those stats. sure um i will say because i provide such an extraordinary service that's very unique with a very it's a very special niche specifically pain relief um and again it doesn't make any difference what kind of pain we're relieving because all physical pain has an emotional mental spiritual underlying um, most people don't seek me out until they need me um, because i charge a premium people contact me when they truly need me so i don't have to worry about whether People are coming in the door all the time because we don't have, I tell people all the time, when you walk in the door to see me, I'm going to have you fixed in one to three appointments if it's not a surgical candidate, um, meaning they have a spinal injury or they have something beyond my control that has to be seen by a surgeon. Um, one to three appointments is how we're able to fix all these individuals coming in. And then they really, as long as they're, as long as we're coaching them accordingly to what we want them to do on a daily practice, and as long as we're effectively communicating with them in a way that they can understand it to taking it out and delivering it in their own life, then we don't have to see them back until they truly need us to upgrade their exercise program or unless they just want to be in the environment to soak up the, we call it the magic, experiencing the magic, um, and, and, and truly the environment, the, the neurosensory. Um, it's a true experience from start to finish from the moment you walk in the door to the, you leave the door. And because we charge a premium, People come to see us when they need us. And when they need us and we're able to fix them, they go out and talk. And that's what brings in the other numbers. I'm very guarded as to people who walk in the door who need us because they don't want to do the work. We only have so much energy to offer. And so we really try and prioritize those who truly need us in the moment. And those who want us, as long as they're willing to continue to work the process and not depending on us in order to keep the process going, uh, we're, we're, we're happy to serve. 
uh, part of how I'm able to keep up is truly by spreading myself as a, in many clones. <laughs> so you can't clone Amber Kivett. So you have to be able to clone <laughs> parts of Amber Kivett in as many different yeah. ways as you can take it. So I have learned how to scale and how to clone myself in different parts and being able to triage and prioritize certain clients for those mini clones, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I mean, I know exactly what you mean. I think especially that cloning portion of it, I think that's literally like the mentality, like you need to have, and it's what you should, everybody should be developing eventually, right? Because I mean, if you, if the number one person you can trust is yourself and you can't be there 24 seven, I mean, right. you're going to have to have those mini clones, you know? And, and, and honestly, so, you don't want to clone yourself completely because that takes away you. Like yeah. there's only one you in this world. So you don't want to take away from you and trying to recreate you and somebody else hundred um, percent. And knowing that there's a failure rate to that, just truly trying to master how to mini clone components of your success. Exactly. And not exactly. being afraid to share that. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree completely. And so here, but let me ask this, which is a little bit of a longer winded question, but a great question in itself, a good way to kind of self reflect. You know, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business we use pretty predominantly. And that first one's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So mm -hmm. of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Oh, that's a tough question. Oh, <laughs> you caught me a good one on there. Um, I'm going to say, how can you get people, uh, this, the sales part of thing is not the hard part. Um, probably getting people to uh, buy upselling. So upselling or providing more opportunities for them to buy through you. That's the tough one. Um, it, because it is an ultra competitive world. Um, we actually attempted this, uh, I want to say we started this in March. And it was about two months of exhausting energy. It wasn't worth it. Um, but virtual, you know, the pandemic did me a huge favor in bringing in a huge virtual audience because I offered it for free. And when I created that following and was able to expand myself um, in the social media world and on YouTube, it, it gave us the opportunity to continue to bring people in, but it also gave us the opportunity to spread my gifts out there for people to continue to do what they were doing for relief without me having to see them in person. So in other words, I, I commonly get the message from people, text messages randomly from people I've never met before. I love having you in my den or in my living room every single day. When can you get more videos? And so we started offering a virtual platform with uh, pre-recorded videos, but to keep up with that was too much energy to give everybody what they wanted and being able to serve so many different needs that um, it was, I was losing time and losing money trying to serve, you know, the platform and that people, once they got a taste of me, they didn't want to pay to have to continue to have a taste of me when they were okay with having old videos. So um, we let that virtual membership go and realized that it was better not to worry about me being able to make money off of my expertise on a day-to-day -day basis, but truly being able to continue to serve um, through the gifts that God's given me to provide others, you know, relief through um, free videos. And in doing that, that provides bigger exposure to bringing more people in through the door, but also bringing people in through LifePro, which I make commission off of. 
And then also bringing people in through B3 Sciences was just blood flow resistance training. And for every set of bands that people buy off of me through virtual services, I make $100 off of every sale. So uh, they don't have to walk through my facility in order for me to make money. They have to be able to watch the videos in order to learn more and to be able to spread, hey, what are you doing to find the better version of yourself? How are you losing so much weight? How are you jumping higher? How are you running faster? And it all comes from watching videos from Amber on YouTube through social media or what have you. And if they're not able to come in and see me one-on-one -on -one because I only have so many hours of my bandwidth, then how many people can watch one of my videos and be like, man, I really like to see what this does for me but is there risk involved? And the answer is no. Everything that I offer from a spokesmodel standpoint, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, not provided through me, but provided through the manufacturer. So if I'm able to provide them my affiliate link or provide them with um, my exclusive link uh, for the spokesmodel opportunities, and they buy the product and they follow the videos that are provided not only through myself on YouTube, but also through the um, manufacturer, through LifePro or through uh, B3 Sciences, then those people become successful in their goals and then they continue to talk about it. And then I continue to earn downstream revenue without even having to talk to those people. Uh, and then they, they, they continue to refer. So that's probably the greatest lesson I have learned here lately is not charging for the videos or charging for the software platforms, but just throwing the information out there, letting those who are interested in run with it and if they have questions as to how it best benefits them one-on-one, -on -one, then they schedule a one-on-one -on -one virtual visit with me at 150 an hour, and then I'm able to coach them one-on-one -on -one without them walking through my facility. So we've been doing that. Great process, great process in place. And here's the last two questions for you here, Amber, but my two favorite questions in itself. And I'll ask this one first, and it goes, you know, What's the bigger picture? What's the overarching goal? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Um, I'm going to share a quote that I own. It's my own creation. Greatness is not experienced by what you have. Greatness is measured by what you're able to give and share to others. And the more that you're able to give and share of your God's greatest gifts to others, the more it comes full circle to you and energy when you least expect it. And the whole point behind that is you know, greatness is not measured by money. It's not measured by power or by what you have around you, the people that you're with, but it's measured truly by how you can change somebody else's life by sharing what God's given you as a gift to being able to serve others. And if you can change one life at a time and you can serve that individual, they go and talk about it. That energy truly comes back full circle when you least expect it. Um, and, and, and I don't think you can put a value on that, really. Um, do you have to make money at some point in order to get there? Yes, in some ways. But as long as you believe in, in whatever Lord or God you serve um, and you, you know, put all of your trust on that line and you do what you're supposed to do as you feel the energy pulling you in that direction, it is going to come back to you when you're in a rut or when you're in a valley, when you're not on top of the mountain and you're trying to get to the top of that next bigger mountain, you're gonna have a whole different type of team to take you to that next level because you've never been there before. And if you can't afford to do it because the monetary resources are not there, somebody is gonna remember that you've done something great and they're gonna give you the opportunity to rise up with that opportunity. And it's gonna come somehow that you're not expecting it. So for me, um, you know, I never thought years ago, 15 years ago when I was starting this business, um, making barely $20,000 a year, working one-on-one, -on -one, grinding it out in the trenches, 
um, personal training, selling, you know, packages. I never thought that I would surpass six figures um, several times within the whole lifetime. I mean, I never felt being a personal trainer, being an athletic trainer, being a, a mental coach, being a body worker, being a business owner, being a mother living at home full time, working with my child and my family and having control over it. I never thought I would ever plan on living in a six figure world. And I, here I am and now I'm coaching it. So it's really cool. Um, but it was because I was not keeping track of how wealthy I could become and, you know, blowing that into a different world. It was truly about making everybody's life better because of the opportunity to serve in that God given opportunity. And so greatness is not experienced by what you have. Greatness is experienced and is measured by what you can give and share to others. And the more you can give and share to others, the more it comes full circle when you least expect it. That happened, um, it has happened time and time again. I just can't even begin to share how many times that has happened. But I, you know, more recently, you know, the AC went out on my house and um, it happened on a, on a 90 degree day in which I didn't know who to call. Um, one of the individuals who happens to be in HVAC um, services, his son was kicked out of college because of a setback that, um, he made a bad choice, wasn't an illegal choice. No, it was not, but it went against the values of the institution and he needed something to do. And so he came in and told me a situation. I said, you know what? I don't have a right to judge you, but Hey, look, why don't you come on in? Why don't you serve as an intern for me? I need help with some video sourcing. Do you know how to edit videos? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, okay, how, what's the minimum I need to pay you in order to make you happy. And I said, by the way, you can work from home. So you don't have to drive to see me. And he said, if you can just pay me 10 bucks a video, I'm cool with that. I'm like, great. And this is a college kid. Um, he also did an internship with me in high school. So I was able to give him a grade for a class in exchange for coming to shadow me through his high school career after he had served um, or after I had served him in the capacity of being one of my clients. So I get to be, you know, he gets to come to me. His parents pay me to teach him how to train better, perform better in baseball. He earns a college scholarship. He decided to drink some alcohol uh, for a Super Bowl party with some friends and uh, it did not turn out well for him. Um, and so he decided he wanted to continue doing something with his life while waiting to get accepted into a new college. And so he needed something to do meantime. So he was editing videos for me, which served as the YouTube platform that I needed help. That's not my expertise. That's not where I like spending my energy. So I brought him in, but I needed somebody to do that. And I'd been looking for somebody to do it. God brought me to, God brought me into that situation, brought him to me, um, through servants because of, his lack of judgment on his end and me needing somebody. So he works for me. I provided him an opportunity. I contacted him knowing that his dad was one of the individuals who had installed the setup in my home, but that company was no longer in business. So his dad had started his own business. And I said, Hey buddy, I don't know who to contact. Can you check with your dad and see if he can help me with my HVAC? Because uh, I know your dad works commercial, but I need air conditioning and my house is really hot. <laughs> so his dad had somebody at my doorstep the very next morning, uh, brought one of his employees in who had not seen a residential uh, contract in 10 years and fixed my HVAC and did not send me a bill because of everything I'd done for his son. So that would have cost me about $1,000. You can't put price on serving. Sure, you give, 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 <laughs> and you will receive. I tell you yeah. that. I love it. I love it. And so there's there, there's so many of those. There's so many of those situations. 
um, so many of those situations where am I am I ready to take on this client? I don't know what I can do for them, but I know I'm going to let God lead the way. And somehow or another, it's going to come full circle when when it's supposed to. It's not a matter of keeping track of dollars and cents. Yeah, completely, completely. And so here's one last question for you here, Amber, before we sign out. And, and this one from my favorite question. And uh, so if you can go back in time, Amber, to when you first started the gym and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear, what would you sit down and tell yourself back then? Um, I'm going to say something that was really important to me that I didn't start until a couple of years in the business is hire a mentor, hire a business mentor, because, um, I didn't have any business experience when I started opening my business and I sat down and really thought out the game before I took a plunge into it. Um, one of the more important things that I have to do every single day is you have to be willing to learn. You have to be open-minded and you have to be vulnerable. You have to remember you never know everything. You can't know enough about even your expertise. So I don't give my permission, myself permission to listen to music or do something that I want to do until I've learned something new every single day. And I do that by starting my morning every morning with a podcast. Um, I have to listen to a podcast and I have to learn something from it that I can apply to my own life or to the life of my family or my clients in order to be able to do something I actually want to do for myself. And in doing that, I learn new things each and every day because you, can you can't ever learn enough. Um, but I would say the other part of what I wish I would have done from the very beginning, I, I, I hired Todd Durkin and joined his mastermind team. Um, it, it cost me $100 a month at the time. And even though I wasn't making a lot of money and couldn't justify the expense, when I, ver when I, when I first started, um, I made a lot of mistakes that I could have been saved had I just trusted a mastermind process um, on a level that I could afford. So it's whether joining a, a, a team or a club or an organization, um, a, a coaching group that you have to pay $50 a month to be part of, even though you don't have one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with that individual. If you can go into a forum and learn from other people, similar to what you're doing today, JJ, um, you know, if you can go in and learn from other people, you can't ever know it all and you can't ever learn enough. And just when you think you have figured out how your business can run, um, life throws you a curveball or maybe throws you a screwball, depending on which sport you're playing. Um, and you have to pivot. And when you have to pivot and go into the direction of the unknown, somebody has already figured it out. Go into the direction and find somebody who has already figured it out and learned from their mistakes before you have to make your own mistakes and learn something that they've already failed at over and over and over again. Um, but you have to be willing to lay your pride on the line and you have to be willing to accept what others are doing as an, as an opportunity for you to transition. And not everybody's methods might work for you. So you have to be willing to tweak what everybody else has already mastered and make it your own. In other words, don't do what everybody else is doing. Take what other people are doing and learn a way to spin it into what works best for you. Because I live in a facility or in an area in which there's only 1500 people in our population. And, you know, I'm serving the world and I can't charge a monthly rate of $150, you know, per member to come in and run in my gym when Planet Fitness is offering $30 or less a month to walk into their open gym with free personal training. Um, you know, I, I can't compete with that. So you have to be able to go through and find out what is the problem that you're trying to solve? 
how can you provide expertise that nobody else is providing? What is the value on the dollar that you're providing to make people want to come and see you? And how can you replicate that? I wish I would have hired a mastermind team from the very start. And um, now that I'm in a mastermind, I have continued to invest in that mastermind, not only by giving, but by taking myself to a higher level in the organization. So I serve a higher level in that organization versus just being a student at the bottom end. And in order to be able to serve at a higher level, you have to pay for that opportunity. So now I pay $300 a month to be part of the Todd Durkin Mastermind team, but I get to serve as much as I get to receive by the, the world's top end masterminds, in, you know, in, truly in the world, the top 1%. So if yeah. there's something that you're needing help with, there's somebody there who's already mastered it. They already have a business doing just that. And so truly, you know, it, it's an easy way to connect with a lot of people, but um, you have to pay into it to get out of it tenfold, a hundredfold what you're wanting to get, you know, if it makes sense. So don't look at hiring a coach as a, as a cost or as an expense. Think of it as an investment into yourself and into the learning process going forward. I love it. I love that. I love that. Talk about a mic drop there, Amber. <laughs> that is awesome. Way to close it out. Look, we, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for being such an awesome guest. And, you know, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, you sure. know, please shout out your Instagram, your Facebook groups, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah. So my business name is Kivet, K-I-V-E-T-T, Kinetic, K-I-N-E-T-I-C, Solutions, just as it sounds. And uh, people talk about Amber Kivett by experiencing the magic, M-A-G-I-K. So anytime you go on social media, whether it's through Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, Facebook, all of those platforms, just started TikTok, really don't have much on TikTok yet, but we're growing. And I do not do Snapchat at all yet. Um, KKS Magic, KKS Magic, M-A-G-I-K.com is my website. And uh, you can find my name. If you Google my name, you can find me all over the place. Like I said, I'm on YouTube. Uh, LifePro, L-I-F-E-P-R-O-L-L-C is uh, kind of the organization that started really blowing up the whole body vibration platforms. I'm their professional spokesmodel and the head of their health and, health and wellness advisory panel. So you can find me through them as well. Uh, B3 Sciences, which is blood flow resistance training with Dr. Mike DeBoard. I am a spokesman and ambassador for him as well. So you can find me through them. There's just all different kinds of resources. Um, I also give out my cell phone, as crazy as that sounds, because, uh, you know, people, if they need to have a way to get in contact with me, you might get a follow-up phone call from my personal assistant, Chelsea. But um, 317-446-7971 is my personal cell phone number. And you can text or, or call that. I don't always answer incoming calls, but leave a message and one of us will get back with you. But uh, those are those are the main ways of finding me. I'm uh, co-writing my second book right now, uh, which will be launched in October with Todd Durkin and several other high-end performance uh, mental coaches. And then I already, I already have a book out on Amazon called Dear Her. And it is a book, a collaborative book written by some of the greatest uh, women in, in the, on the planet, including, you know, Michelle Obama and Tyra Banks are quoted in that book. Um, I have a chapter in that book and it's letters written to my younger self of things I wish I would have known about life's challenges. And it's not, uh, it's not exclusive to young ladies reading it. It can be taught and, and learned by anybody and everybody on the planet, but 
Um, it's an Amazon bestseller, so you can find that on Amazon for $15 a hard copy. And um, yeah, so it's, you can find me pretty much, you know, anywhere you want to find me, but anywhere. KKS Magic, M-A-G-I-K is, is, my, is my name. I love it. I love it. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Amber. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.